Welcome to Momming. We're your hosts, Rachel and Stacy, and we believe there's no better way to be encouraged through motherhood than by connecting with other moms. Oftentimes, we can lose our identity in motherhood. The constant exhaustion, piles of dishes and laundry, and the mental gymnastics can leave us feeling like we have nothing left to give, but nothing could be further from the truth. As moms, we've been tasked with not only helping to raise the next generation, but also to find our individual purpose in the everyday. Join us as we hear from moms just like you. Welcome to Momming. Welcome to a Diving Deeper episode. Today we're going to be talking about raising respectful kids. Last week we had my cousin Sarah on who has five kids all over the age, you know, all ages, four girls, one boy. She had some really, really great points for us. Um, I felt like we could have just gone on and on and on. Um, it does feel very counterculture to to raise respectful kids. Yeah. Because she, and I love that she said this, like, what is respect? Well, respect according to the world is based on performance. Like, you do X, Y, and Z, therefore you earn my respect. But that's not biblical respect, right? Biblical respect is is given, and she kind of likened it, that respect is an offshoot of love. Mm-hmm. So biblical love or biblical respect is something that is that God gives to us with no strings attached, right? He loved us enough. He valued us enough. He prioritized us enough mm-hmm. to give the ultimate sacrifice, you know, his son for our sin. And so when you frame it in those terms, for me, it helps me. And especially because I have boys, like raising boys, I think this is huge because God has created them to need, they need respect. As women, we we need respect and love, but we more need love. Like our yeah. love tank is larger, right? Well, boys and men, their respect tank is larger than their love tank for the most part. That's not a dogmatic statement. Um, so for me, raising boys, I always am struggling with the balance of giving them respect when they frankly like don't earn it or don't deserve it or whatever. But when I frame it through the lens of, how God has given us love and given us respect because I sure don't deserve it or yeah. earn it most of the time. Um, it, it becomes much easier when I see them and even my husband and other people who maybe I don't agree with or I, you know, don't respect really, if I'm being honest, you can still show, yes, you know, behavior that is respectful and that is kind. Mm-hmm. Um, Something else that Sarah talked about is um, when we're trying to create a respectful atmosphere in our home is keying in on these two words. She said compassion and she said empathy. And oftentimes we do just want to be heard, right? We do want someone to just listen. And we we want to know that our life and our opinion and our voice is of value to another person. Yes. So when we're raising our kids, if we're, we don't have time to listen to them or we're cutting them off because our teenagers totally living in like a non-reality and saying crazy things. So we just don't want to give time to it. Mm-hmm. That is disrespectful that by very definition, we're saying your time isn't worth my time. Like your voice isn't worth listening to. And not that you have to 
always drop everything you're doing 100% of the time and give your kids whatever they want. That's not what I'm saying. But there is a time and a place to to give that attention and to to give that that listening ear or that shoulder or that hug, like she was saying, you know, depending yes. on your kid and depending on their personality and their age and their gender, like what they need is going to be different. Well, I mean, my little one, she's very joyful and full of life and sweet. And we went through like a few days where she was the opposite of all of that. And we were like, what is wrong with her? Mm. <laughs> this is not how she acts. You know, she was just, oh man, her and her sister were fighting all the time and she was not willing to yield. And she is usually always the one who gives in because mm. um, she just doesn't care. You know, she just has that free spirit about her. And so I was like, well, you know, I really haven't been listening to her. I haven't been giving her the attention she needs. Maybe she just needs some more mom time. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I made it, a part of our day for me to just stop, sit with her, you know, listen to her, let her have, feel like she was important. Mm-hmm. And uh, the behavior stopped within like three days. Wow. But it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, our kids, they do tell us what they need mm-hmm. by the behaviors, you know. And even like my oldest one, I wouldn't say that I'm a very compassionate or empathetic person. I think those are definitely two character traits I need to work on. Mm. And she is very uh, hard for me. She, yeah, I would say, you know, when, when she would do something disrespectful or disobedient and I would have to discipline her, my way of doing that was to have her go to her room till she calmed down and then we could talk about it. And I loved what Sarah said is, you know, right when something happens, the first thing that she does sometimes is grab them and hug them. And it ca- catches them off guard. And they're like, why are you hugging me? And she's like, I just think you really needed that right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I would have done that, like it would have been so different. Mm-hmm. But see, I feel like a lot of times I'm just getting real. I need to calm down because oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so upset with yes. her yeah. for how she's reacting that I can't even have a rational conversation. Right. So I put her, you know, I need her to go in her room. And lately, because she fights me so much, I'm just like, I need a timeout. Right. You don't follow me right now. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> is exactly what we talked about, that fight or flight. Like you're triggered, someone, there's a behavior or a word or whatever, and all of a sudden there's conflict, right? Or something is wrong. And that fight or flight, or like we call the amygdala hijack, that's triggered. And there is no good that can come from any conversation or any reactions made when we're in that state of like fight or flight. Like I'm going to fight this out or I'm going to run away because I can't handle this. Yeah. So we like to, in our family, have some time, about Mm -hmm. 20 minutes, where if it's not easily resolved, like it's apparent that there's a deeper issue and or the behavior was very poor or a bad choice or whatever. We like to give about 20 minutes of separation, you know, bef- in, I'm talking about my husband and I do this with each other. My <laughs> son and I do this with you. Like I'm talking about everyone. This isn't just for parenting mm-hmm. um, because when we come back to the room or whatever, we are so much more calm and we see things in a much clearer light 
then when we're reacting in our emotion and like you disrespected me and well, it's cause you disrespected me first. And you know, like, you know, or I felt loved. You didn't hear me. You talked over me. You interrupted me. Like you were mean to me, the tone, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, all of that happens in this heightened emotional state that is natural. That's a natural reaction. Yeah. But we have to train ourselves and our children to not make decisions or say things in those moments. We need to let ourselves calm down and then come back. And I'm not saying like it solves all the problems. It totally doesn't, but it does create unnecessary problems from cropping up. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. Um, but I also feel like if I would have, because she's, she's the girl who, she doesn't like separation. So by me putting her in her room and separating her from me, it was almost worse, you know. Um, but, you know, I did what I had to do. And, and now I just give myself time, myself timeouts and then we talk about it. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think each kid is different. But I did love how what Sarah said, compassion and empathy, because yeah. that really does show them that you care. Mm-hmm. Um but then you you can come back and and be strong. Mm-hmm. And I I remember the other day something happened. Oh, oh, this is this is a great mom fail here. Well, it's not a mom fail. It's just a really real story. <laughs> um, I was we were doing we started school in the morning and I had to use the restroom real quick. And so my kids were in the schoolroom like putting stars on their star chart and. They didn't think I could hear them. And so Isley, or the the younger one, she's putting the stars on and apparently not in a way that my older one approves of. And so the older one's like, don't do it that way. Stop doing that. You're doing it wrong. And then all of a sudden lashes out and like, bad girl, bad, bad girl. <laughs> and I'm like, am I hearing this right now? Oh my gosh. Like, get in your room. You can't. Just you need to go in your room. That is completely inappropriate. So she goes in her room. She actually listened, which was a miracle in and of itself. She goes in her room. She sits there. I leave her in there for about 20 minutes. And um, finally, I go in there and I said, have you thought about this? And she's like, yes. And I asked for forgiveness. Can I just come out? And I said, we are human beings. We're not animals. You don't call people bad girl, good girl. That's just not how we talk to each other that's completely like disrespectful mm-hmm. um and you need to go apologize to your sister anyway we had this long conversation so then we go in and we spend about half the morning talking about respectful behavior and how i'm like i'm not even doing school with you today it's a character lesson <laughs> and she's just sitting there like staring at me so this whole long thing right so later that night i'm putting her you know i'm singing to her and kissing her good night and she said well you don't like me Mm. And I said, what are you talking about? I love you. She's like, no, you just, you think I'm bad. And I said, no, I don't. I think your actions were bad. And she said, well, oh, wait, before that, I have to tell you, she was like, well, I prayed and asked God for forgiveness and he forgave me. And I said, well, I prayed and asked God what to do. And he said, I needed to give you consequences and punish you. (laughs) And she looked at me very confused. (laughs) I said, do you think I like doing this? I said, God put me in your life to guide you and to teach you. And when you do something wrong, this is how we guide and teach you. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so she's like, well, my brain told me to do it. And so it, 
if you don't like, if you think it was bad, then you think my brain is bad. So you think I'm bad because mm. my brain is a part of me. Just this whole That's thought process that, that she's that going through. She's like talking like that. Yeah. That's amazing. And I'm like, she's totally getting down on herself, yeah. feeling like she's a bad person. And now when she feels like she's a bad person, she just doesn't care. Right. Right. Because it doesn't matter what she does. She's always doing something wrong. She's right. always bad in my eyes. And so I'm like, sweetheart, you have to listen. It's it's good versus evil. It's a choice. Don't listen to these lies that you're filling your head with. Right. You know, it's like this Jelly, Jenny Allen book. Totally. Over I was just going to say. The spiral in my little seven-year-old's brain. Yeah. And like, you have a choice. So anyway, it, it's really interesting. And totally interesting. I think as parents, you know, I probably could have dealt with that much better. But um, there's so much grace. There is so much like, grace. Like, God is so faithful to teach us to be good parents. <laughs> You know, like he's teaching us how to teach our kids. It's like inception of momming. And hopefully they don't remember any of that. You know what? They don't because I don't remember. Like I talk to my mom about that sometimes. I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. Really. I mean, there's like one time I remember being grounded for what felt like forever, but it's because I did something really bad and I deserved it. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I don't remember like my parents losing it on me. I mean, I'm sure they totally did. I mean, they're, you know. They're not perfect parents, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't remember a lot of that. And I think God is so gracious. He just helps us block it out, mm-hmm. you know, but something else I wanted to talk about too, is that, um, the phrase that we like to use, um, caught, not taught as it, as it pertains to the behaviors of our kids. Um, <clears throat> oftentimes our kids catch behaviors, um, much more than they are taught behaviors, right? So we could have a 20 minute conversation and it's gonna go in one ear at the other, but we do something once, they observe the behavior once and it's in there for good, you know? And it's unfortunate because we're sinners raising little sinners, but um, it's interesting that while that can be a sobering thought, like, oh man, they're gonna copy what I do and, and observe everything I do, we can like use that for good, right? We can show, what respectful behavior looks like and um, toward our, toward our spouses and and towards our neighbors and towards people that we don't agree with or that we don't necessarily like even, you know, we can show um, behavior by what we say in the home and how we say it. How do we talk about people when they're not there? You know, Um, another thing that I think is, it's really hard for me to uh, show or teach my kids how to be respectful towards each other. Like, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of sibling conflict. And as a parent, you can be like, don't do that. This, 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 da, da, da. Like you are, you know, how do you think that makes him feel and treat each other the way you want to be treated? And you can, we can say all that, but it's really hard to, um, to teach that on a practical level without coming across as like, well, you're wrong and you're right. Right. Because then it there's this divide. Yeah. You've just created a divide. Yeah. What you did was wrong and what you did was right. So you need to show him respect. Like that's never going to work. <laughs> right. No, it's so hard with siblings yeah. and the com- the competitiveness yeah. in their hearts, you know, and like one thing like I I've been reinforcing a lot lately because they'll they'll be doing something. One of them will be picking on the other one and What's the immediate thing? Mom. Yes. Mom, they want us they to like this. solve their they conflict. Did this. And so I always say, I don't want you coming to me and yep. saying, mom, I want you to ask her to stop. Mm-hmm. Say, please stop doing that. And if they 
she doesn't listen, then you can come ask me to intervene. But you need to talk to her. Yeah. You can't just say, stop, stop. No, I don't like that. No, and whine about it. Right. Actually look at her and say, will you please stop doing that? I don't like it. Yeah. And she will stop. Yeah. Every time you ask, she will stop. Yeah. I said, you guys need to respect each other yeah. and you need to respect the decisions that they make. Yeah. It's even like, well, she doesn't want to play with me. Yeah. Well, honey, sometimes yep. that's going to happen totally. and that's totally fine. Yeah. You know, there she wants her space. And I bet you guys, if you go play and like by yourselves for 20 minutes, if you come back together, you'll want to play together again. Yeah. You know, for sure. <laughs> but sibling rivalry is no joke. Yeah. It's rough. It's definitely rough. Um, One thing that I've, noticed is that because of the um climate of the last 12 months um politically and just you know all of that stuff my husband and I have been you know talking more and just mm -hmm. being a lot more verbal than we've ever really been about stuff before mm -hmm. and what I've noticed is that my teenager is starting to repeat the negative rhetoric like, oh, those da 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 I mean, he's using words that we wouldn't, like we are not using, but he's yeah. he's taking the tone and the attitude of which with we speak, that we speak about these people. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it was such <laughs> a slap in the face the other day. And I just was oh. like, I have to apologize. I had to apologize to him because I'm like, I know you're getting that from what you hear. And you we we have to stop talking about about these leaders that we don't agree with because they don't know God, they don't know the Lord. And so we need to be praying for them instead of like degrading them and, and saying how, you know, idiotic their decisions are <laughs> and, and how we just can't believe what's going on. And um, so that's something that I have to be very much more aware of is how I'm talking about these people that God has put in leadership. Like if we're gonna get real and talk about what does the Bible say, the Bible says that God places kings and he takes down kings. Render to Caesar what is Caesar. Like submit to those in authority that God has put above you. And when we talk negatively and we bash and we call those people like, you know, <laughs> losers or idiots or whatever, because of the decisions they're making, that is not being respectful. And that is not being careful with our words. So that's something I've been really convicted about um, because I have older children in my yeah. home. You know, there definitely needs to be more of a temperance mm -hmm. in my heart and in my words when I talk about things that I don't agree with. Yeah, just, yeah. But like you said, it's the nature of the past year. Yeah. We've never really, at least I've never felt like we've been in this position before. Right where it's been this like blaringly in your face. It's almost hard sometimes to like, it's like a physical pit in your stomach sometimes, mm -hmm. you know what's going on. And it's really hard to have the spiritual eyes to see, okay, well, what's really going on here? Like this is a spiritual battle and, and to show respect for people who have literally I mean, probably would have driven the nails into Jesus's hands had we been to. I mean, the, that's what's going on here. That's the evil, the evil that that exists. Well, and it's not new. Totally know? not and new. I, I think We've a lot of times we think awakened to it. Yeah. Yes. That this is the end of the world because this has never happened before. Right. Oh, it's it, happened. It was just better hidden. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was kind of a rabbit trail. But um, yeah, thanks for joining us on this 
But I just can I add oh, yeah, yeah. because Sorry. I feel like I I pounded on my oldest one quite a bit. I just want to oh. on a positive note yeah. say that the next day was amazing. Oh. You know, she when she is joyful and full of yeah. the spirit, like she is so amazing. She's an incredible little human being. Yeah. And but sometimes we have those strong willed yeah. kids yes. that just need a little bit extra love. Yes. And so I challenge you moms. Um, because I need it just to be compassionate and empathetic because yes. it's definitely something I can work on more with her. And I feel like if I if I was more like that, we wouldn't butt heads as much as we do. But she is an incredible little human. And we're all so. learning as we go. It's yes. not too late. <laughs> not ever too late to change our momming behavior. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of Diving Deeper, Raising Respectful Kids. Um, we are... Super excited about the future. Um, we know with the Lord that he has good things for us and for our children. And even though the road may not be easy, it will definitely be um, bathed in the love of God and the faithfulness of God. So be encouraged, moms. And if you're feeling sad or hopeless, um, that is from the enemy. And the Lord wants um, to just encourage and lift your hearts and 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 I encourage you to just lift your eyes to to your maker and and to the one who who holds all things in his hand and um we love you and we just want to thank you for tuning in we will see you next time